0: Podcast with Seth and Jess.
1: After last week's episode of the Jesus Fix It Podcast, hopefully you are not calling us those old farts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't understand how things are done nowadays, you old Yeah. <gasps> I'm just
1: saying, okay, so it, just in case you missed last week's episode of the Jesus Fix It podcast, and I apologize for saying old fart. I'm so sorry, Um, by the
0: way. Uh, well, <laughs> you know what they say if the shoe fits. <sighs> okay. well, I'll admit there are times when I sound like my dad, which, you know. So uh,
1: anyway. well, what we were discussing last week was the um, – Dynamic. I get some of the dynamics, if you will, between yeah. um, or the gap between um, our age group mm-hmm. and the younger generation mm-hmm. of today. I guess not just millennials and Gen. What's the?
0: There's Gen. There's generation. There's Gen X, Gen Z, Gen whatever, Gen E. You know, <laughs> from Forrest Gump. Anyway, um, <laughs> Gen A. The issue is oh is that I think <laughs> it all started with y- you look at a comment, oh, kids nowadays, and then there's usually followed by a complaint. Mm-hmm. What's really interesting is a-, a little bit after we recorded part one of this series, I read an article that showed literally newspaper clippings from different decades of parents and the older generation complaining about the younger generation. Mm-hmm. And it almost always started with kids nowadays, they don't then fill in the blank. Yeah, And this article was uh, news clippings from the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. It all started the same. <laughs> yeah. So our parents' generation, they complained about us. Our grandparents' generation compare you know, complained about our parents' generation. Mm-hmm. It just it happens over and over again. I guess the question is, do we actually have some validity to our <laughs> observations?
1: I think we do. I think, first of all, uh, now that I am 45 years old and complaining about some of the things, my not just that I see my sons doing, I see their friends doing, I see... Some of the younger last okay. First of all, let me just say go back and listen to last week's episode. Mm -hmm. Um, you would you will hear me say that I refer to people much younger than me as youngins and mm-hmm. it is a term of endearment. I don't mean to offend anyone. I feel like I have reached the age where I can say young'in as a term of endearment. Not mm-hmm. so I don't want to offend anybody, anybody. But um so I just want to get that out of the way. Um so I reached um the age where I can say young'in now. Um but anyway I feel like um when you bring up thing when I bring up things now That, yeah, the things we say are valid and I can totally see where my parents were coming Mm -hmm. from. I still stand firm on all the things we said last week. Mm -hmm. Let's just be clear. I still stand firm on that. But I also think there is so much that we can learn from the generation that is younger than us. And there's still a lot that they can learn from us. And I just feel like I wish there was a way that we could just sit and learn and listen from each other. But we spend so much time just, I don't know, pulling away from each other because sometimes I feel like the younger generation, and this is just my opinion, don't come from me. I feel like the younger generation and I can just speak from my experience. It's like, okay, we got this. We've learned a lot already. Mm-hmm. We know everything. You don't have anything to show me. Mm-hmm. We're trying to prove ourselves. Let us prove ourselves. And we are like, okay, honey, sit down. We Let us teach you. Right. Let us show you the way. Sit down somewhere. And there's this tug of war going on. And it's like, okay, if we can just sit down and just hear each other out. hmm Do you know what I mean?
0: That's a very key point because (laughs) which is easier when you are in a, I I don't want to say disagreement, but a discussion where you're not agreeing on both sides of it, right? It's not really an argument, but it's just a discussion where neither side sees it. Which is easier, to make the effort to fully understand the other person Mm -hmm. or to dismiss them? Yeah. To say, oh, well, you don't see things my way. You clearly aren't intelligent enough to see it my way. You aren't hip enough to see things my way, so I dismiss you. Yeah. Well, the dismissal is the easiest way. It's obviously not the best way because nothing gets resolved that way, but that's the easy way out. Um, we were having a conversation with my daughter uh, about a actually an, a biblical issue, and she saw it one way and— m- The rest of us saw it a different way. And uh, my mother-in-law, I'm just going to say it, came out and said, Bible says this, and if you're not seeing it this way, you're wrong. Well, that's old school, right? I mean, think about old school preachers. They would come out at you and say, this is what God says, and if you don't agree with it, you're wrong. Have a nice day. KJV. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Not a lot of grace, not a lot of mercy in that approach, okay? And I'm not throwing my mother-in-law under the bus. This is how she was taught. This is how she was raised. So my daughter uh, basically uh, closed off and Mm -hmm. said, I'm going to go to my room. And off she went.
1: Yeah, there's no grace
0: in that. No, no, there's not. And so I had a discussion with my mother-in-law about – In order for you to reach another generation, in order for you to have a conversation with somebody where they are disagreeing with you, especially on a topic that is as important as a biblical issue, you must take the time to understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. Understanding someone and being tolerant of their viewpoint is not condoning their viewpoint. It's not condoning the sin but if you don't understand where they're coming from and then approach a conversation from that point of understanding you are going to alienate the other person and the easy route is when you've been alienated yeah i'm done i'm you out lost of here them.
1: they're yeah. gone they're yeah. gone
0: and so the option or the the opportunity to then show them the grace and love that jesus shows us all has been lost
1: it's yeah yeah, and that and that's a problem.
0: It is for, and it's not just us as a generational gap, but that's uh, us as you are a different color than I am. You have a different culture than I am. You, you have believe. a different political view than I am. You're a different income status than I am. You mm-hmm. drive a different car than I do. There's always going to be something if you're looking for it that mm-hmm. divides us.
1: Always, yes, you are absolutely right. I've seen that division, like you said, culturally. I've seen it in the church. Mm -hmm. I see it everywhere. And that is a big, big problem. If we think it just stops just with age, if we think it just stops with race, it is everywhere. And that is a huge, huge problem. If we don't stop and actually listen to each other and try to understand each other we are never going mm-hmm. to get anywhere it is so sad that if a person doesn't think the way you think doesn't understand the same thing that you understand or just doesn't simply see things the way you do it's it's the end of the, it's end of the conversation right. that's it oh you don't believe this okay bye right I mean, we, and we would never like say names or make fun of people or anything like that, but we've gotten phone calls where we've said something on air or, you know, if you listen to us, you know, sometimes I mess my words up and stuff on air, but if we make a mistake or say something wrong, and sometimes it's not even that we say something wrong. You may, you may hear something I say that you necessarily don't agree with, or we may play a clip from somebody that you don't like. Right. Uh, Maybe it's somebody in the secular world, Mm -hmm. but they say something encouraging. And it may be somebody that you've seen on TV who is not a Christian artist, but they say something very encouraging like, you know what? Get out of bed today and don't give up. We may play a little excerpt of that. And somebody will call the station and Go off.
0: Right. How dare you play How a secular dare individual? How you
1: play that person? They are not a Christian. Okay, but what did they say that offended you? Well, the message was don't give up, but they're not a Christian. Mm-hmm. So it's not what they said. It's the fact that they're not a Christian that offended right. you.
0: right. And our morning show, I know not everybody who <laughs> listens to the podcast, but our morning right. show is on a Christian radio station. We're right. a Christian music station right. and, and part of a Christian network. Right. And so, therefore, I get it. Your expectation as a yes. listener would and be everything that comes out of the speaker has got to be uh, Jesus-focused. Yes, and, and that's absolutely. our goal. absolutely,
1: we would never intentionally, yeah, get this get this straight. We would never intentionally do anything or say anything that would cause anybody to stumble or turn anyone away from Jesus. Our goal each day is to encourage and to point you to Christ. That is our goal. Mm -hmm. And so if we play something um, that is um, by somebody that is um, not a Christian, like how do we know?
0: Right. How do you know somebody's heart?
1: Right. We don't know if somebody's all we know is that they said this encouraging thing. If we think it's going to encourage you to get out of bed and start your day in a positive way, right. As long as it's not something like um
0: encouraging sin or debauchery or anything like yeah, that, we're right. Gonna, and we're, gonna we're share never going to do that.
1: Yeah, we will share it with you. Well, but we legit have people that will call and say that and I just don't understand that thinking. I just don't.
0: Well, <laughs> as as Christians <laughs> As Christians, we like to live in a little bubble. Yeah. Um, the church that I uh, went to in Florida had a great idea. They came out with this business guide of uh, Christian businesses in the area, and they put together this little booklet of, hey, if you want to do business with Christians, then here is a list of Christian-owned businesses and organizations and so forth that you can use as a reference guide. The, the conversation that we had, and it was very uh, meaningful— is we have to be very careful not to put up a wall so that we as Christians only converse and associate with Christians and we block out the rest of the world. Because Mm. Jesus did not say, go out into the world, build your little community, and stay there. Right? (laughs) Jesus never said anything about, okay, only trust those that are Christians. Don't do anything with those those unchurched people, don't do that. That's, but he didn't. Yeah, but and that was his <laughs> point. Go into the world and preach the good news. That's our job. Mm-hmm. And so we had a very good discussion about, hey, don't wall yourself off. But we as Christians have a tendency to only want to be in this little bubble. And I get it. The world out there is an ugly place a lot of times. There are things out there that are offensive. There are things out there that are very hurtful. And we would like to say, I'm just going to stay here in my little area, my little world, and be happy. But that's not reality. We have a tendency to um, want to wall ourselves off and not mingle with those that are unchurched. But our job is to reach them. So if on air, all we did— was never focus on someone who has either, A, maybe never heard of Jesus in their entire life, has never been to a church, has no idea what the, the whole uh, glory of God is all about. Mm-hmm. If we were to ignore them in our conversations, ignore them in what we present on the, on the air, we would be disobedient to God.
1: Yeah, and, and if, I am
0: not wanting to be in that position.
1: And if we stayed in a little corner and balled up and only talked to the church, right? How would we ever turn all of that bad into good? You can't. I mean, how would we ever like reach people? Mm-hmm. You would never like that little bubble you're in. It would mm-hmm. you would just keep that little bubble. To, you would just right. be there. Yeah. I mean, you would never gain. Any other souls other than the ones that were already in your bubble. Right. You would never get any new in because you would just stay in that one little place, and you would never reach any new people if you were just keeping all of that good news to yourself. Exactly.
0: I mean, what? Um, (laughs) There was a a group of uh, guys that rode motorcycles. It was a a motorcycle uh, club, Um, and they were very evangelical. They were hardcore Christians. They were also former hardcore biker gang members. There were guys who had 1% tattoos. There were guys who were flying colors from uh, motorcycle organizations that you would know of. They had walked away from those organizations and were now on fire for Jesus. But guess where they went to reach other bikers? (laughs) Biker bars. Well, yeah. Okay, That makes sense. That's where they went. And why? Because their experience related to those individuals that needed to hear it. Mm-hmm. Somebody who has just come off of, let's say, the Liberty Campus, and they are fresh out of college, and they are shiny, happy people, and they are filled with the Holy Spirit. They walk into a biker bar, they are not going to be received right? because you do not make that connection. Mm -hmm. And so I also, I knew people that were like, well, I don't know about their Christianity because, and I'm referring to the bikers, Mm -hmm. because, you know, some of them smoke and I've seen them drinking beer.
1: And they have tattoos.
0: And they have tattoos and, you know, there's piercings and... Their motorcycles Do you love are Jesus very-
1: if you have a tattoo? Thank you. Oh, my goodness.
0: And making a whole bunch of judgmental issues about their outward appearance and so forth. Mm-hmm. But this goes back to the issue we started off with. In order to have a discussion, regardless if it's an argument or just you're, you're wanting to get to know somebody, you have to put forth the effort to understand where they are at in their life. Yes. What is it that's causing them to think the way they think?
1: So that brings us back to getting on topic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what? Us go down a rabbit trail? We, Never. We
1: really really did. But
0: this is but it this is kind of encompassing the whole big <laughs> it issue. It is.
1: It really is. And you know, I I really do try to struggle every day to understand not just my kids, but Those who are younger than me, and I am dealing with the fact every day, and I know this is going to make you smile Mm. that I'm getting old,
0: (laughs) er, er, Mm -hmm. older. Mm -hmm. So am I. But I say I'm aging like wine, baby. I'm just okay. mm. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or cheese, or milk. Cheese, you 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 age like milk.
1: You moldy. (laughs) You moldy, moldy.
0: But no, it's um, uh, and and it, and it's it's not easy. You know I who just, was it that said getting older is not for the for the weak?
1: A really, faint of
0: heart. It's not. It really
1: isn't. But I'm trying to really stay positive about it. I am, but I'm also really trying to accept that I am my mom <laughs> because yeah. I say the same things that I say the same things that she said to me Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. But I really am trying to... I won't say that I'm trying to keep up with the younger generation. I feel like... And I'm not trying to be cocky when Mm -hmm. I say this, and I'm not trying to be prideful or anything like that. I don't want to keep up with the younger generation. I don't. I want to... I really do want to learn from them. When I see there are new trends and things like that, I do want to stay up to date. I don't want to ever try to keep up with them. I feel like they should try to keep up with me.
0: Well, <laughs> I feel right. like
1: not just me, I feel like they should try to keep up with us per se. I right. feel like they should totally learn from us. Mm-hmm. I wish that that's what I wish. I wish they would just really try to gain the wisdom of us elders. Yeah, I, I really wish that. I get that. Um, Because that's what I wish I would have done. I wish that instead of complaining about, oh, my goodness, here's my mom and my aunties and my grandmas just trying to just tell me what to do again and telling me about this and that, I would give anything to sit at my grandma's feet again Mm -hmm. by the fireplace and hear all of those bits of wisdom.
0: Sure. Because now you're ready to receive it.
1: Now I am ready to receive (laughs) it. Right. And I just know there are things that my sons are going to wish they would have listened to me about. I mean, I know there are going to be things they're going to be like, oh, my goodness, mom was right. I know there are going to be moments And
0: like you want that. them to come to you and tell you, "Mom, you were right."
1: Yeah, boy. Uh-huh.
0: I can't <laughs> wait for the
1: day yet. Yeah, look, I uh-huh.
0: I you know. Not,
1: look, I am one to admit stuff, and I am admitting, yes. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the day to Now, one of my sons, he is stubborn just like I am, and he will he won't do it. He mm-hmm. will write it on paper before he opens his mouth to say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my one son, I know him. And he will say, mama, you were right. And I can't wait. Mm-hmm. But um, and I've told my mom so many times. Shut up. I've told my mom <laughs> so many times, mama, you were right. And uh, I've actually told my kids, thank you. Thank you for showing me this. Thank you for teaching me how to do this thing. I, that is not beneath me.
0: Yeah. yeah. I
1: appreciate the things. I even, um, there was a team member we had here who showed me a lot about social media, um, who showed me just a lot of like little nuggets. Mm-hmm. And I thanked her so much. I appreciate learning things from young people. That like, that is not beneath me. Right. And, and I'm not saying every young person doesn't want to learn because I'm not, I'm, no, I would no, never not saying put at all. anybody into one category or stereotype. That's not my personality, know that. But I'm just saying um, I appreciate learning things from young people, and I just wish that um, a bigger um, group of young people would just grab, like, please accept the help. Please mm. accept the wisdom. And it would be
0: nice if that became the fad. Yeah, let's right? just
1: work together. If, if that was the
0: latest tick toxic trend is to learn from your elders.
1: Yes. Wouldn't we that be have nice? so much. And then oh. um, I was also thinking about um, something I wish I knew when I was younger. Mm. And that is that and I know I'm like hopping around so many subjects. What else is new? But um, something I wish I knew when I was younger or something I wish I would have learned when I was younger is that life starts now.
0: Yes. Because
1: do you know how long I waited to like really start living life? Like life doesn't start tomorrow or life doesn't start when you graduate college or high school or when you turn 21 or when you get married or when you have your baby, or life starts now. Life starts the moment you start living. There are so many moments in my life that I was like, okay, once I turn 18, I'm going to start living. Then it was, okay, once I start, once I graduate college, then I'm going to start living my life. And then after I graduated college, all right, well, once I get married, I'm going to start living. Mm-hmm. All right, now that I'm married, once we have our first baby, okay, we're really going to start living.
0: <laughs> no, you're not.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Once he's out of these diapers, yeah. then we start living. Okay, he's out of the diapers. All right, well, I'm going back to work. All right, well, once I get this promotion, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. And the truth is?
1: I'm 45 now. Like, Yeah, Life starts now. Someday. Every moment.
0: Someday is today.
1: Exactly.
0: Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio.
1: The Jesus Fix It podcast with Seth and Jess is sponsored by Mardell Christian and Education Store. Mardell has the largest Bible selection with over 2,000 different Bibles to choose from. Best-selling books are 40 to 50% off every day, and all others are 20% off. Hey, I love discounts. Mardell has expanded their apparel department and now offers more Christian apparel selections for the whole family. You can sign up at Mardell.com to receive the Mardell emails, and be notified of sales, events, and receive coupons directly to your inbox.